This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Have Another Podcast with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay. Thank you so much for joining us today. So happy to have you. Today's episode is episode 370, and my guest is Robbie Andrews. Robbie is a 2016 Olympian in the 1500. He's also a USA champion. He won the 1500 meter USA championship in 2017. He went to the University of Virginia and then went on to run with the New York, New Jersey Track Club. He's now coached by his University of Virginia coach, Jason Vigilante, and he is the fiance to none other than Josette Norris, one of our favorites here on the podcast. He is one of Josette's biggest cheerleaders. And honestly, you'll see in this interview, he gets so excited talking about what she's accomplished over these last couple years. And man, it's got to be really cool to have someone in your corner like that. And they have a really special, unique relationship because I know Josette leans into him and learns a lot from his experiences as well. So it's just really cool to hear both sides. Hear from Josette, hear from Robbie, and he is just a super, super kind guy. I know you all are gonna love getting to know him here just as much as I did. This episode of the podcast is supported by Koala Clip. Listen, if you aren't already using a Koala Clip for your phone or your keys or your ID when you're out for a run, this is the best way to carry your stuff on the go. You just tuck it on in to the back of your sports bra. It clips right in. It doesn't move around. I never found a product that didn't move around and bump around on the run. And this works. I've been using it for years now. It also is water resistant. So your phone doesn't get all sweaty or gross or damaged. And these Koala Clips are just super well-made. They also have new gear, which I love. They have graphic tanks and tees actually got my sister this shirt. It says Grit, Grace, Gratitude. I got her that for uh, Christmas this year, along with a koala clip because you can never have too many. She already has a few. But I personally love their new sports bra. Every time it's clean, I wear it. It's the Rin sports bra. It's super comfortable. The material is amazing. It's an affordable price, $39. And it's got that razor back so you can just put your koala clip in, in it. Highly, highly recommend that sports bra. It is my favorite sports bra I wear. So go to koalaclip.com, use the code ANOTHER, and that will save you 10% off your order. That's koalaclip.com, use the code ANOTHER, and that'll save you 10% off your order. All right, friends, leave us a rating and review if you enjoy this podcast. We're doing monthly giveaways with Gooder, so for every new review on iTunes or Spotify, we put you into a drawing and then we'll announce the winner every single month. So uh, make sure you leave us a rating and review. Shoot me an email, lindsay at sandyboyproductions.com or my assistant, emma at sandyboyproductions.com and we will get you entered to win those gooder shades. We are going to draw the March winner next week on April 1st. We will announce the March winner. Cool. All right. Enjoy my conversation with Robbie Andrews. Um, all right. Well, today on I'll Have Another, we have Robbie Andrews on the podcast. Welcome to the show, Robbie. Oh, Lindsay, thanks so much for having me. 
Yeah, thanks for being on the show. What's going on? Are you in Charlottesville? You mentioned being home with Josette. Are you in New Jersey? We are in lovely New Jersey right now. Uh, it's uh, so uh, we we both competed at at the Milrose Games over the weekend, and uh, Josette's running at the New Balance Grand Prix on Sunday, and I'm running at the Dr. Sanders um, meet on Saturday at the Armory. So we decided it, it makes sense to come see her mom for a week uh, and my, and some of my family as well uh, this week instead of flying back to Charlottesville. So yeah, we're here in Jersey. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So wait, where's the race coming up? It's this week coming weekend. Correct. So this Saturday I run at the armory at the Columbia challenge, Dr. Sanders meet. I'll be in the mile. And then on Sunday, Josette runs at the new balance grand prix in ocean breeze in Staten Island. And uh, I'll, I'll be pacing the three K there as well. But um, Josette's going to finish the race. Hopefully. Okay, so indoor track season, we started that. Excited for races coming up as well. Talk to us a little bit about Milrose Games this past weekend. So Milrose Games was a kind of a, a two-sided coin for us, or uh, Josette and I speaking about. So my, my race, uh, it didn't go exactly how I wanted it to. Um, one of the collegiate runners, Adam Fogg, who who just he just ran 356 the week before, um, he, he ended up taking a tumble 200 meters in, so re- very early in, and he, uh, I was next to him because I was, I wanted the key off of him because I knew he was in good shape. So I ended up getting pushed out, knocked around a little bit, and I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't fall. Like Adam fell, he like was really scraped up. I didn't fall. I was just like really, literally shaken, shaken up. Like I couldn't. I was, I was, you know, before a race, you go through all the all the scenarios like, Oh, it's going to be fast. It's going to be slow. It's going to be this. It's that I forgot to say, Oh, what if you fall? And, right. Uh, what if, what if, what if something, something like this happened? So I was really caught off guard and I, um, I was really disappointed with, with how I responded to that. And then my response was to just kind of pack it in and not jog it in, but pretty much jog it in. And, um, so I, I wish that I had a little bit more fighting spirit in me, but I, uh, I've had some some good good talks with people who did run well this weekend. Uh, Josette, who ran 420 for the mile, getting second to American record holder El Pur- Ellie Poirier. Dude. So that was really cool to watch. <laughs> tell me tell me about this a little bit. How are you balancing? I know that you've kind of like you've had your healthiest stretch of running in this past year that you've had in a really long time. Um, 2016 Olympian. But like, how do you manage your emotions with, you know, Josette, your fiance is having this like massive year, <laughs> massive couple years. And there's just like, you know, her career is just really blooming. So how are you managing your emotions from you've been doing this for a long time mm-hmm. and celebrating like, woo, look what my fiance <laughs> is doing. Well, it's, it's really cool. So I think fast woman, uh, uh, tweeted something after the race, how, you know, Ellie ran amazing from the front and Josette got second, uh, in front of a, a slew of other Olympians who, who also ran more than fine. And they were, she, fast woman said, uh, a year ago, Josette would not have been invited to run this race. And that wow. is 100% true. Wow. But so it's amazing what, in Josette's case, six months, but like 12 months can really do to your career. And, um, so I guess to, to answer your question, how, how I manage that is, um, 
I was kind of Josette at one point. I I was uh, every time I touched the track, it, my spikes turned to gold, and mm. it was like you you could do no wrong. You know, every race you run, it's like how how are you going to top what you did last time, and then somehow you top it. Like, how do you get third at Prefontaine and then go get third in the Diamond League final? It's like oh my god, and I never did anything close to that. So like the level Josette's on right now is getting ranked six in the world, track and field news. It's like absolutely mind-blowing to me just because i know the state of women's running in general right now it's it's amazing like in that final she had the american record or i'm sorry the world record holder in the mile with safana san and then she had uh faith kipiegon who's arguably the best 1500 meter runner ever so like and she's getting third place that's insane it's it's insane and that's not and ellie wasn't even in that race and the other american like helen slockerhoffen was in there and she, she was it's it's amazing the state of of the women's running in general right now, not just the 1500, but the 800 up to the, up to the marathon, you know, Kira D'Amato, Sarah Hall, you know, it's, I, you know, we, I could go on forever, but, uh, so it's, um, and jo, actually, we, so we just, we just got back from a workout at the armory with, uh, with, uh, Nikki Hiltz and, uh, Sam Murphy and, uh, Mac Fleet. And, um, the, the paces that Josette was supposed to run today, she was, you know, her, uh, Josette and Nikki were ahead of pace on most of them. And it's like, well, I was like, Josette, it's like, doesn't, I don't know if you were necessarily fast. I just think that's the new pace you're running. Like it's, sure. you, so you kind of have to be constantly changing your mindset about what fast is like fast. Isn't even fast anymore. It's just the paces don't mean anything. The paces are just paces. Yeah. So it's, 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 um, it's really cool. And, and it's, um, it's something that I kind of struggled with as in, in the middle of my career, because my my personal bests are kind of still from 2011 and 2012, which is it pains me to say that, but uh, I came close to them late, later on. But still, it's um, I know I don't know if I ever totally wrap my head around. Yeah, you have to get faster if you want to run faster. <laughs> but like you know, and you know, my my second best time in the 15 came at the Olympic trials behind uh, Matthew Centrowitz, where um, we closed really hard. So you know, it's. I've been in shape like that, but you know, for Josette to be in these races where they're actually running 420 or 355 or 346, whatever, it's it's really important for her to realize like you can do it just because you haven't done it yet. You doesn't mean you won't or you can't. So that's that's kind of the biggest message I always tell her is like you you belong in there. Like you can run with whoever you want to, and that's that's what she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I watched the I watched her race on TV. Um, what, what was it Saturday? Yeah, right. Saturday night. Saturday, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just gets so fierce. Like you see it. I feel like I can read it on her face more than other athletes. Do you know what I mean? Like you just see how much she's in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool. Um, she's uh she's a determined individual. Yeah. It it is um she she really wanted to win and uh you know it's it's not not that no one else didn't it's just she's uh when she gets her claws into something it's uh she gives it her all she she's such a fierce competitor and you know uh, everyone in that field is you know it's but yeah josette she's not afraid to wear her heart on her sleeve sometimes and uh or or her face i guess yeah that's so good so then how do you manage like you want to go do those things too you want to make another Olympic team. And like you were saying, like it pains you to say your best times were 2011, 2012, the Olympic trials when you, you know, were racing Matthew Sintritz, but like, um, you're healthy again. 
So that's something to celebrate, right? (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And like, what next? I mean, for me, um, it's funny. Josette's kind of like uh, reinvigorated this Mm. career of mine. I mean, if uh, honestly, if if we weren't, if we weren't uh, together, then at this point, I, I don't think I'd still be in, in running. It's wow. uh, it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked out for me. Um, like it just, it wouldn't have made any sense. I just, I, I, for one, I couldn't run a lot of the last couple of years, like whether I wanted to or not. Um, so then like, how do I justify making that my, my priority when I can't even do it? Um, but for, for, from what I see in like, you know, not like a, toot my own horn or anything but like some of the advice that i give josette or that i talk to her about i watch her implement it and it it's had it's worked a lot for her and that's not to say that that's the only reason she's running well i'm not saying that by any means but i do feel like i have a lot of the tools to be a world-class runner and uh it a lot of it comes from your mind and that's kind of been my biggest weakness uh now that I am healthy, I almost like forgot how to be a competitor, be an athlete again. And that's just, that's what I learned on Saturday. You know, it's, so it's, um, I just really have to fine tune my mind and cause Josette's mind is the strongest thing about her running and it's, it's nothing, nothing gets in her way. She, she doesn't care. She'll, she'd run up and down a brick wall if you told her to, or not even if you told her to, it's just, <laughs> that's what you're doing. It's like, okay, let's do it. But, um, yeah, so just seeing her, what she can do, and and what her mind can do, um, it it uh, it it it's helping me. It's inspiring me to to get back there because I know I can do it. I've been there, so it means I can do it again. It's just uh, a little slower than I'd like. It's not not quite the last six months or twelve months that Josette had, but you know, one step at a time. Yeah, I think that's really cool. It sounds like to me that you're having like a resurgence. Not that the love for running ever went away, but like you're like your passion has been brought back out. Totally. I can imagine being injured on and off for so long. Like it just being like, what's the point anymore? Like what the (laughs) am I doing? Oh my God. It's like, you know, when, when you go for a 20 minute jog and you have to stop because something hurts, you're like, is this really what I'm doing right now? So yeah, that really sucked. And that was really, really hard. And of course, you know, Josette was on the bike with me when I was doing that. So like, it's amazing to have that kind of support and uh, someone to literally hold your hand while you're doing it, you know, and it was still really hard. It was still like, you know, I really couldn't get anything going. And, um, you know, last summer and last or more so last spring, like I was trying to get back into racing and I just, it was just going through the motions. Like there was, there was no emotion in it. I was like, so just flat. Like there was no like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, I want to, I'm really, I'm going to, I'm going to tear someone's face off in this race. It was just like, Oh yeah, this is, I guess I'll run. Cause you know, Josette's going to go win the Drake relays. It's like, okay, I guess I'll run a Drake relays. And uh-huh. I, I love Drake. So like, yeah, why wouldn't I go? And then, you know, I run three forty seven, getting my doors blown. You know, it's like, I'm not even in the race, but like I'm there. So it's, it's taken me a long time to switch my mind a little bit. And, um, having Josette just be able to do the same thing, but from, you know, Drake relays to, uh, sunset tour to, 
Diamond League to Diamond League fine. You know, it's like she's doing what I want to do on like a way smaller scale. So if she can do it on the Diamond League scale, then I can do it on the U.S. domestic circuit scale. Yeah. What do you think the pieces are to that puzzle? Like to get your mind back sharp. You've had the sharp mind. You're an Olympian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't forget. That, don't Robbie. forget it. <laughs> I think um, I think uh, it's fine. I, lately, I've been going back and, and watching some old races, uh, not even just of mine, but um, just like watching old races from like what when I remember running as not, you know, when not when I was sick, not when I was hurt, you know, but like just watching some races and being like, yeah, like this is this is what it is. And this is what you have to get your mind to be ready to do. Cause physically at this point, physically, I, I feel, I feel totally fit, totally fine. No, nothing hurts when I wake up. Nothing hurts when I go to bed. It's like spikes, everything. It's fine. So physically I know I can, I can be a runner again. And now I need to get, get, uh, kind of let my mind catch up to my, my feet. Cause I, it's, it's such a balancing act. Like what, what was holding me back before? Was it, was it actually my body or was it still my mind back then? Or, or, you know, it's like, I don't know. But so, yeah, so I'm trying to watch some old races and, uh, get my picture myself in those situations again and, and put myself in the current day, Robbie, who's dealt with whatever, but now I can do that again and try to get my mind right. So that's what, that's my big goal for this weekend. Um, at the, I'm going to run the mile at Dr. Sanders, uh, on Saturday at, at the armory. Um, so my goal is to just, just almost not care, just run, just race, just let my, use my instincts again, instead of trying to mm. micromanage each, each 100 meters of the race. It's like, I want to be here and there. And then it's like, shut up, just run. The so that's, that's my biggest, biggest goal is, uh, to kind of get a, get a little more instinctual and, um, go with the flow a little bit instead of uh, so rigid, you know, like uh, I've always been a loosey goosey guy and, you know, I have no problem going out and last and just being like, yeah, you know, you guys do whatever you want and I'll just, I know exactly what I'm going to do. And now it seems like if I'm in last, I'm like, Oh my God, the race is over. What, uh. what happened? So it's, um, it's fun. It's so funny how, how, uh, how people change, but, uh, I think I can get back to, to, to old Robbie. Yeah, it's almost like the blind ignorance of like what the pain's <laughs> gonna be, or you know, not knowing what other people are even capable of. It just like that. There's some like simple beauty in that. Oh my gosh, yeah, ignorance is bliss in a lot of ways. I mean, and I was ignorant when I was a young runner. Oh my god, it's like I remember after races, Vidge would be like, Coach Vidge, he'd be like, you know who you just ran with? I'm like. you know so it's um there's definitely uh something to say about that and doesn't doesn't necessarily always help you you know it's uh but um i i definitely benefited from that a lot early on and uh i uh i need to bring that back a little bit i gotta turn my brain off a little bit yeah i think that's a normal thing too with age i think we start overthinking (laughs) things a little bit more and it's like i mean that's why being a child is like the most wonderful <laughs> time of life. Not to say aging isn't a gift, but like you think back to your kids just like going out and running a mile or doing whatever. It's like they're not thinking about how it's going to feel or all those things. It's just like, right, right. you know, it's it's like bring back that bringing back that like childlike nature to it. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
That's good. It's like, you know, they're not, they're not worrying about what, how much carbon or how much foam's in their shoes. They're running <laughs> barefoot around the block and they're trying to race into the ice cream. You know, it's yeah, exactly. It's uh don't, don't overthink it. You know, totally. Uh, I, miss, I miss being a kid. Oh my man. Me too. I went for a run this morning at like seven and my, my oldest son, he's nine. He gets up really early, like five 30. And so I was, oh. and they don't go to school till nine. I was like, dude, come on, get up. Let's go. <laughs> and so, I mean, he didn't run with me, but he rollerbladed for, I mean, he did four miles with me and I'm like, he just, oh you know, and he just doesn't think about it. It's just like, <laughs> just carefree. And yeah, I just, I must be, I miss it too. I really do. And I think ha- having my own kids makes me like see uh-huh. it even more, you know? Mm-hmm. So is rollerblading the new running or is, uh, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, he, he rollerblades a ton. I think rollerblading in general is having, it's like coming back. You know, Uh I think it's a big thing these days. My oldest, he plays street hockey and his rollerblades Uh and in the road all the time with his buddies. And Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about, not that you want to talk about your kids working out, but like talk about a good freaking workout. <laughs> I mean, and we live in a hilly area and our run this morning, we were going up and down, up and down all that like core strength. Mm-hmm. And these kids are just, they're just using their playing. bodies. Yeah. They're just playing. Yeah. They're uh-huh. just moving their bodies. But I mean, it's what we were created to do. So it's, it's really fun to see um, my kids be active in that way. And it's just be a part of life, oh, you know? That's great. Yeah. That's really great. Oh. Um, one of my favorite things to do, for sure, is start my day moving with my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, doing something mm-hmm. out there with them. Hey, friends, a quick break here to thank Prevenex for supporting this episode of the podcast. If you are looking for a delicious protein powder that is legit, vegan, ultra healthy, balanced protein, carbs, and fat with comprehensive, high quality micronutrients, probiotics, digestive insides, and more to help fuel your health. I love this protein powder. I'm actually drinking it right now. I went on a seven-mile run, and now I'm refueling with my Prevenex protein powder. I just shake it up with some water and drink it. I think it's easy to let time get away from us after a run, and if I can just shake some protein powder up into some water and replenish quickly before I actually have a meal, that is a really easy way to make sure I'm not missing out on those benefits of the protein and carbs post run. I actually just had a talk with one of my favorite sports dietitians about how important it is to get the protein and carbs back in your body quickly after a workout. And the other product that Prevenex has that I really want to share is their Joint Health Plus, which is a supplement that provides protection and relief if you're having any kind of joint pain. Their ingredients are clinically proven to offer the most comprehensive and complete joint protection and relief on the market. Um, I have had, I can't even tell you how many people have reached out and said I was skeptical, but I tried it and I can't believe the difference it made and how I feel. So the cool thing is they have a uh, money back guarantee. So I would, I would try it for 30 to 60 days before I question if it works or not and really give it a chance and see what you think because I believe it helps. I take it every single day. Um, So go to Prevenex.com, use the code ANOTHER and that'll get you 15% off your order. That's Prevenex.com, use the code ANOTHER. That gets you 15% off your first order. And um, they also have an Immunity Health Plus that they recently launched that's also a really great product. 
If you want to check that out, you can use the code immunity15 for 15% off that if you've already used my another code. All right, cool. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of my conversation with Robbie Andrews. You mentioned, you mentioned Coach Vigilante. Uh, tell me about your relationship with them, how long you've been working together, all that. So Coach Coach Vig, Vigilante, I call him Coach Vig. Um, so he, he ran at NC State um, in the early nineties. Um, well, actually, I'm sorry. I got, let me go a little further back here. He's, uh, he's from Morristown, New Jersey, uh, which is, uh, so that's another really fun connection. Um, and, uh, it's actually the town Josette and I are going to get married in December. Uh, oh, Morristown. Cool. So, so that's pretty cool. It'd be, be fun for him to come back home. Um, but so he, he ran, uh, he ran high school, uh, in Morristown and, um, coach Wetmore, uh, from at Colorado, coached him um well he they said he would drive to coach wetmore's practices after his practices to get coached by coach wetmore because i think i think wetmore was at uh bernard's or uh I, I forget exactly but they wetmore just had this like stronghold on new jersey running but so so then vid ran at uh at nc state uh under coach raleigh geiger who's still there now uh i saw him last week a couple weekends ago at virginia tech and uh then vid um went to Texas, uh, where he coached, uh, Leo Manzano and, um, uh, Jacob Hernandez. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, whole ton of all Americans, ton of, ton of sub four guys, Darren Brown. Um, I can't think of these other names. He had a really good steepler. Um, and, uh, he, so Leo, Leo made the Olympics in 2008 and, and then in 2012, he won his, his silver medal, but, um, Coach Vidge wasn't working with him at that point, but uh, then he went to Virginia in 2009 and he recruited uh, me uh, that that year. It was a really cool sales pitch. So he calls me. He's like, "Hey, Robbie, this is Jason Vigilante with the University of Texas. Um, I'm going to I'm going to Beijing with uh, with Leo. Um, you know, which of course I was like, oh my god, that's great.' And uh, he said, "I'll be back in a month. Uh, don't commit anywhere." And this is like you know July. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, no problem. Like I'm not." where am I going to commit to? Sure. Uh, so he calls me in August. Um, and he said, Hey Robbie, this is Jason Vigilante with the university of Virginia. How would you like to drive to school instead of fly? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, um, yeah, he, we hit it off like immediately. Um, and, uh, so I went, I went to university of Virginia and, um, yeah, it worked out really, really well, really quickly. Um, and, uh, once, once I signed my, my uh, professional contract in 2012, um, you know, we, we kept working together and, uh, I, after, after that, then he got the job at Princeton. So he's at Princeton right now. Uh, you know, can't, can't stay away from New Jersey for too long. And, um, we've just kind of been doing it ever since. Uh, I, I did one year with uh, New Jersey, New York with coach Gags. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was, uh, my time there was like invaluable. I learned a lot about, uh, myself and I learned a lot about, about the sport. And so yeah, Coach Vidge, uh, he's um, he's just always really understood me as a as a runner, um, and uh, I like to think because I was so I'm such a simple person that he I'm, I'm easy to understand. But he he really under understands me as a runner, and um, you know he he kind of brought me back to life in 2015, and um, the you know the three year stretch of 2015, 2016, 2017 was like the the three best years of my career, and and um, you know, that's when, that's when coach Vidge and I were really, really humming on all cylinders. And even early 2018, 
uh, before I got sick, um, things were just going really, really smoothly. And, um, yeah, so he's, uh, and now, now that I'm down in, in Charlottesville, um, it's, it's been tougher to overlap for sure. Um, but you know, I've, so he's been coaching me since 2009. Um, wow. so he, he, yeah, so he, he just, he knows me really well and, and he, uh, he knows Charlottesville as well. Cause you know, it's, it's such a coincidence that Josette's, uh, the Reebok Boston track mm-hmm. club is in Charlottesville. Like I, I never thought I'd be back in Charlottesville and, and, you know, he, the things you do for love. But, <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, he tells me to go do, go do this hill and, you know, I know exactly what that means and he knows exactly what that means. Yeah, and, that's cool. You know, blah, blah, blah. And, and coach Fox, uh, Josette's coach, he, he's, um, he's been so welcoming to, to me, um, being, in, being in town and, he, he knows that I, all I want to do is help Josette be the best she can be. So, uh, if like, you know, they have a, if, if their group who's mostly marathoners, you know, they got, they still got, they got Graham Crawford. Uh, he's a, he, he thinks he's a 5k guy, but I think he's a miler, but you know, and, um, so whenever that we can overlap, we make it overlap. Um, but, uh, yeah, Co- coach Fox has been really welcoming with that, but, um, it's just been, uh, it's been, a, it's been a really fun, like, two years, I guess, being in Charlottesville and, and being back to where I was in college, you know, I, I still, we still drive by everywhere and I'm like, Oh, that's where I got food once. And she's like, okay, no, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Co- coach Vidge is, um, he's always, he's always been my, my, uh, he's always been in my ear and, uh, I, I really value a lot of the, everything that he's, 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 uh, taught me. And, um, you know, it's, it's a uh, yeah. His our relationship, you know, really changed my life. So I'm 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 forever grateful for that. Um, what were you sick with in 2018? Uh, I had a uh, Lyme disease. Oh, you did. Oh my God! Yeah, it was what a nightmare. Um, really? So th- this th- this is a true story. So in in um, June, I I went over to Oslo to run the Oslo Diamond League. I wasn't in the Dream Mile, but I was in the um, the 1500 against a a decently young Jakob Ingebrigtsen. Uh, and um, Chris O'Hare and I were both in there. And uh, so Chris Chris had won the British Championship in 2017, and I had won the, the U.S. title in 2017. So we we looked at it as, like, you know, should we have been in the Dream Mile? Like, maybe, you know, we you, you could make an argument. Um, uh, they wanted to put Jakob against the, the, the British and the American champion, and they wanted him to beat the two of us. I don't know if that's true or not, but it looked <laughs> like that on paper. Uh-huh. And so we're, and he, I think, I think he was honestly 17 at the time. Wow. And we, we were like, dude, we're not losing to this 17 year old kid. <laughs> so we sat on him for no joke, 1400 meters. And, uh, Chris, Chris ended up winning and I beat Jakob by like 0.01. Like we basically tied. And, um, you know, I, was through, I wasn't even like especially pleased with the race. I'm like, I didn't close as well as I wanted to, whatever. But like, we ran fine, and it was a ton of fun. And like, you know, we were like, yeah, we we beat the Norwegian on his home turf. And like, meanwhile, he literally led 1,400 meters of the race and set like the U the U18 world record, whatever he did. But you know, so then two weeks later at the U.S. Championships, um, I don't even make it out of the first round. I think I get fifth or sixth in the prelim, and it's like, I'm not saying that a prelim is a gimme. I'm not saying that the guys I raced were bad by any means. It's just, I went in thinking I was going to win the meet again because I'd won a year ago. And now I'm, I'm fifth place in, in my prelim when the last three years I hadn't finished worse than second in the final. So some, something was off. And then I went to Europe and I, 
I ran some like really, really lousy races. Like I think I ran like 350 in the 1500 and, and 152 in the 800. And, you know, so like a month before that I ran 336 and, and it's like that something was, was wrong. So long story short, yeah, I was, I was sick. And then to treat it, I, I avoided antibiotics to start because I was afraid they were going to make me even worse. And so I, I, I definitely didn't, I don't know if I handled the treatment the best way. Um, cause then a year later in 2019, I had like a pretty bad relapse. Um, and that's when I started, uh, the antibiotics with, uh, um, Dr. Mark Sivieri, uh, down in, uh, Maryland, um, who ran for gags, uh, at Georgetown. Actually. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, really, really cool. Uh, really cool, uh, overlap there, but he, he's, uh, he was absolute genius and, and just treated me. He's a, um, Oh, I, for, I forget the term for what kind of doctor he is, but he's a, uh, like a, he treats the whole body. He like doesn't, it's not like, or... yeah, mm, I couldn't even tell you anymore, but yeah, but he, so he, um, he's by no means like a Lyme specialist, Sure. but he, but he was able to listen to my symptoms, my, what I was doing, whatever. And he was able to treat me and get me what I needed to, to get back on track. And since his treatment, I haven't even thought about the line. That's so, so good. Uh, Dr. Sivier, I, you're probably not going to listen to this, but thank you so much. <laughs> Send him the link. Send him the link. He... All right, there you go. Dr. Siv, thank you so much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but with Lyme disease, it's kind of like a long-term thing, right? Like, do you have to like, does it pop? Do you have to like wonder if it's going to pop up in five years or not that you should worry about that, but is that what the deal yeah. is? Um, I don't know. There's been, there's been a, a, a good amount of runners who have who have had Lyme disease. Um, really? I know Drew Hunter. I think Drew Hunter's had it a couple times. I know Ben True's had it a couple times. Um, kind of those northeast, uh, mid Atlantic yeah. runners. Um, you know, it's it's just kind of common. And uh, so I I haven't even thought about it um, since, since like on, I'm being honest. I haven't even thought about it. Like, sure, it's like if I get tired or something, it's like I'm like, oh man, is that Lyme? And then yeah. I like, you know, I'm fine. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. It's only been three, I guess, three years now. Um, but, uh, I'm kind of moving forward, assuming Good. what, what I'm doing is, is, is it worked. And, um, yeah, Dr. Siv, he, and he gave me some like, uh, I don't know if tips, but he, he, he gave me the tools to like knock it out if, if I ever did feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm I'm really really confident with that uh, moving forward. I uh, and like my 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 whole family had it at, at one point. I think. Wow. Well, yeah. When I when I yeah when I so when I tested positive that that um, my sister had tested positive the year before and then my um, my mom got checked and my dad got checked and literally all of us had it. So that like, same tick all over all of you. <laughs> uh, we so we think it was the cats. We think the cats brought the tick in. Ah. Uh, but don't don't tell my don't tell my sister that. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So like my, and my sister's been fine. My mom's been fine. My, my dad, everyone's been fine. And yeah. like, it's, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, really confident moving forward. Well, I think that's a really good mentality to have. My husband always tells me, cause I'm kind of a hypochondriac with health stuff. He's always like, stop assuming things are wrong before you even know anything's wrong. <laughs> like that is a terrible way to live. Like, so I love that your mindset is like, we fi- fixed it and we're, we're moving on. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mom, mom's got to be cautious, right? You know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I I love that. I love the story with with Coach Vidge. 
Um, I think that <laughs> it sounds like when he recruited you, it was like super casual too. Kind of like, hey, just hold oh on, gosh. just wait for me. Well, man, it was so. Man, Vidge, he's he's amazing. I you should you should get him on here. But um, well, I was thinking uh, that when you said that because I was like, man. When I hear stories like that and like these stories just come out organically from guests like you, I'm like, there are just so many incredible people that aren't in the spotlight, you know, that are just doing their thing. That would be the most amazing interviews. I don't know if he's ever done an interview. It's like, he's like, yeah, the guys ran well, you know, they work hard, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, did you ever one of the best coaches in the world? And then give yourself some credit here. But he, um. Uh, so it was really cool. So my what ended up being my my freshman roommate Brett Johnson. Um, he's from New Jersey as well, and so we went one two in our New Jersey state meet as juniors, and we thought we were like the <laughs> coolest kids ever. And it was we were like walking on campus. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna run so well. Blah blah. We like we 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 both we got like fifties on our first psych exam, and we're like, oh my god, we're not gonna make it out of school. Here. <laughs> we also have to do class. <laughs> but so yeah, Vidge, um, he we had an awesome recruiting class, and uh, he just got some really good kids to come, and and we just really bought into the program, and uh, like that's that's what a lot of college coaching is, is um, you know, getting kids to like-minded kids to come to a to a place and working together to for a common goal, and that's he he does a really really good job of that, and he's at he's at Princeton right now, and. You know they they've won Ivy League titles for left and right. You know the last the last several years, and um, that's that's Fred Samara, the head coach. He's, he's the director. He's a uh, he's a uh, talk about amazing people. He's he's this is, I think this is his forty second sem- uh, year at, at Princeton. Wow. And, um, he was an Olympian, uh, decathlete um, with Bruce Jenner. Actually, he's Bruce Jenner's teammate in the decathlon, wow. and uh, so it, it's um. So many cool stories, but yeah, I'll let, uh, I'll let you, I'll let some of that stuff for Vidge, uh, to talk about. <laughs> do you think he'll do it? Um, <laughs> he's, he's a busy guy. He's, uh, he's a busy guy, but, uh, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely ask him. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to know who, what coaches, like there's some coaches where I'm like, they'll, I, I feel like they would. And some like for years I tried to get. I wanted Jerry Schumacher on the podcast with Bowerman Track Club. Like for you, I mean, I gave up on that a long time ago. But like, there's just certain coaches that like aren't going to touch a mic. I feel like. Oh man, Jer- you can't even like find a picture of Jerry right, on the internet. Right. He's so so uh, reclusive. Exactly. Um, no, for sure. Hey friends, quick break here. Did you know I have training plans on my website? They are for 14 week half marathon, 18 week marathon, and. I put these together a couple years ago, actually, and just really proud of them. I think that they are designed really beautifully, and they have a nice base build at the beginning. Don't jump into anything too quickly. I'm super conservative on mileage. I don't make big jumps. And they also have videos that have strength and stretching routines that are super basic. If you're someone who's like, I don't want to deal with strength training This is like the most basic thing you can do that I think everybody should do to work towards being injury-free and strong. And then you can build on those basic videos. But I think if you just start there, that'll at least give you a really great base. I'm actually thinking about creating some plans that are 10-day cycles because that's typically what I tend to do. And I'm curious if people would be interested. These these plans are classic seven-day cycles because I know most people 
do need to do their long runs on the weekend. But if you'd be interested in the 10-day cycle, let me know because I'm really thinking about creating those. Um, all right, so that's lindsayhine.com, and you can just go to the training tab. I actually threw up some 5K plans, too. I just have a very beginner and a beginner intermediate 5K plan on there. They're 10 bucks. I thought about just making them free, but I thought people are more likely to execute if they put a little skin in the game. So um, if you know someone looking to train for their first 5K or get back at, at it, uh, you could direct them to this 5K plan. You know, if you pay for something, you're more likely to use it and do it, right? So... Anyway, and I just want everybody to get moving. I'm super passionate about that. So you can check all that out at lindsayhine.com. All right, friends, enjoy the rest of my conversation with Robbie Andrews. Um, well, okay, so what is life like in Charlottesville? I know you said you never thought you'd be back there, but like, do you think you guys will be there for a long time? Man, that, that is a, uh, that's a great question. Um, cause you know, we're going to get married in, in December and, um, it's like, we'd love to, to have a, to have a home, you know, to, to be married in and, you know, at some point start a family and you're know, not in the next couple of years, but you know, it's like, you want to have a home base. Right. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think, um, I think we're, we're really happy there right now. And, and, um, you know, Josette's been, her career has been, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, we both dreamed about happening, but to see it, you know, to be able to hold it in our hands, it's like, Oh my God, like you're actually doing it. Like this is, this is the literal dream right now, sweetheart. <laughs> so it's, uh, we're not, we're definitely not, um, looking to change much, you know? Um, it's like her, her and coach Fox and, and coach uh, Adam Smith, you know, they, they have this, this great connection and it's, it's just working. It's, it's really, really working. And, um, it's a good system, you know, it, everything, everything's great. You know, he, coach Fox has no problem when Josette and I go to Flagstaff and it's like, I, I text coach Fox more than she does uh, <laughs> letting him know how she does, you know? And then, uh, you know, when we're home, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, he has no problem with, uh, with us working together and, and, and me kind of giving him the information. Cause she'll just say, yeah, I ran well today. And it's like, what does that mean? It's like from a coaching standpoint. So, you know, it's, um, we, we got a really good system going right now. And, uh, you know, Charlottesville somehow it turned into the the running hub of, uh, you know, that in Chapel Hill, it's like these, these college towns are just turning into these running hubs, but it's, it's cool. And, um, I, uh, I know that we, you know, coach Fox does let Josette go on these, these running camp, these training camps, um, to Flagstaff. And, uh, I think we want, we want to get to Boulder at some point. So it's, um, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with Charlottesville because we do get to go to these camps. Um, to like altitude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's not like she's not, you don't get stale of it. You know, I think something to say, like, uh, I remember talking to Andy Weeding once and, you know, he did four years of college in university of Oregon. And then he did like eight years of, of Oregon track club after that. And he's like, yeah, I was just in Eugene, Oregon for 12 years. He's like, I just got a little bit stale. You know, so <laughs> it's, it's, um, sometimes change is good. Sometimes routine's really important, but you know, so it every, you know, all things in, in moderation, but it's, uh, yeah, Charlottesville, it's, it's always a special place to me and I love it. So it's, it's cool for us to be there and, and for Josette to like it as much as she does too. Uh, how far are you guys? I know I, I saw you guys at the Sir Walter mile here in Raleigh. Talk to Josette for a little bit. How far are you from Raleigh Chapel Hill area? I think it's like exactly three hours. Um, okay. we've, uh, we've gone to, um, to run Raleigh PT, um, uh, with, uh, Dr. Abby, I, for, I forget her last name, but, um, 
we've gone there for treatment and it was like a, a super easy drive it's like uh just tell Josette to put the seat back put her feet up and I'm like I got you girl let's go nice and, uh, and uh my, my grandparents and my aunt and uncle they live down in uh, Pinehurst um so it's it's not too far either it's uh for Thanksgiving we, we went down to my grandparents and then we we stopped up at uh, American Tobacco Trail on the way up for long run which is really cool oh, fun. Uh, so it, it's yeah you know it's it's um it's really not too far from from Raleigh which is which is nice um, I need to get some freaking work done. My Achilles are driving me crazy. So is that where I need to go run Raleigh PT? Oh my, she will take such good care of you. Yes. Okay. I'm like, I, when I went to run this morning, I was like, dude, you got to like slow your roll because this is oh. not feeling good. These hills, <laughs> man, these hills here. Uh-huh. It's like, mm-hmm. and we, the neighborhood we live in is called North Hills and it is like <laughs> North Hills. It's a little on the nose there. Yeah, it's like, it's so crazy. Well, you know, I love that. Oh, my God. Like, what you're saying about Charlottesville, like, you can keep from getting stale because you can, you'll go home to New Jersey. It's not, like, Mm -hmm. too much of a traveling issue. You can, like, go to Flagstaff or Boulder or whatever and, like, change it up. And, you know, when I interviewed Amy Craig on this podcast and talking about starting her group out here with Puma, it's like, I I just loved what she said. It's like, this is a place where, like, if you are not a runner and you're part of that person's family, like you can still integrate into the community. <laughs> Whereas like somewhere like a Flagstaff or a Bolter, not that you can't enjoy life there outside of running, but it's so <laughs> running ingrained, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's uh Flagstaff is, um, Flagstaff's amazing. Um, I mean, and we, we stay with, uh, with Matt Yano and, and his mm. boyfriend, Brandon, and, and they, they treat us like family, you know, it's, it's, we have an amazing time when they're there and when we're there and, um, it's the community there is, is so welcoming. It's so great, but you know, yeah, it, it's definitely, it's definitely a small, a small town. It's, and, um, I've, I've never been to Boulder. Um, Josette loves Boulder. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's, it's, uh, you know, in, in Charlottesville, uh, there, there's tons of, um, significant others on, on the Reebok team that, uh, you know, they live there, no problem. They, uh, they, they get, they do whatever they need to do. And, and, uh, I'm sure in Chapel Hill, Raleigh area, it's like, Lot to do in the triangle, that's for sure. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, that's that's really cool that she said that. Uh, Amy, Amy, and Alistair, they're oh man, they're they're wonderful people. Yeah, I know. I need to interview some of their group a little bit now because I'm like literally local, so we can do it in person. I think that would be super fun. Yeah, well, T- Taylor just had a great 3K, and uh, Fiona had Fiona. a nice half marathon at, at Houston. Yeah, and the, and the uh, Patrick Deaver, I think, had a good 3K in Boston. Yeah, I mean, they got they got a great group. It's it's um it's going to be cool to see what they can do and especially with Patrick Tunin joining them now. It's, uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Hey, let's hear your commentary on what Nick Willis just did this past weekend. Oh man, that Nick, I've been a, I've been a fan of Nick Willis since like, since I was in high school. Um, he's, uh, he's what like every runner dreams about doing, you know, it's like you, you're championship racer, super consistent, like definition of, of what you want to be. Um, and, 20 i mean i can't even it's like hobbs isn't even 20 years old it's crazy so um and for him you know milrose i i, I just watched uh, the very nice uh, track club uh, youtube video and he said how not disappointed but uh, you know he's he was he was disappointed that he never won a milrose uh, mile so for him to be able to turn that into this amazing accomplishment that, you know, I'm going to call 20 years sub four 
better than any one Wanamaker mile. I'll, I'll go out there and that's a hot, I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I'll go out there and say that. So for him to be able to turn Milrose, the Wanamaker mile into what he did mm. is, um, you know, that people aren't going to forget that. And it's to, to be able to like watch him in person, you know, make his, his fourth Olympic games in like, it, and you know we got to see Sierra Lockie and Darcy. it's like his being his family it's it's amazing what he's done with the sport and how he's he's truly made a career out of it and uh it, it's like his life now now he's with Tracksmith you know and he's, he's helping other people um realize their running dreams it's so I think um uh T-Mobile uh, was John, John Legier they they just donated 25,000 to the track it's it's just that is seriously, well, I, I think it's what everyone dreams about doing, you know, leaving the sport a better place than they found it and being able to, to have fun along the way. So it's, um, it was really, really cool to be able to watch that. And, uh, you know, of course I, I see him after the race and the first thing he says to me is, Hey, nice. Josette ran amazing. Aww. I'm like, dude, come on. You're, you're too good to be true. It's, <laughs> so it's, it's, um, yeah, Nick, just class act all just from all the way back to 2004, you know, it is it's um to be able to, you know, we're spoiled having him based in the U.S. It's it's, yeah. uh, it's really special. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's the cool. Yeah, we are spoiled because he yeah, he's from New Zealand. So we get to kind of claim him as our own a little bit and a little bit of <laughs> in some ways, you know, he's, he's a Michigan boy. Yeah, and, you know, his, his, his wife went to Michigan and, you know, so his. He's, you know, we can claim him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. he's been here long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you mentioned before the podcast, I was like, what do you like to do outside of running? And you're like, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> but then you mentioned that you were just texting with your dad about his kids. Like, what is does he coach? So he coaches. Yeah. So he's uh, he, he volunteers at uh, where where my sister and I went to high school. Uh, in Manalp in uh, New Jersey. Um, and uh, he also has his own his own private uh, youth running club. It's called Gun Running in uh, Manalp in New Jersey. Cool. And Manalp in, in Princeton, New Jersey. Um, so he uh, he has, um, I don't know how many kids he has at any one time, but they, he's um, – he's got, he's got this, this awesome little program, you know, they, they have these like baby blue, uh, shirts. And like, whenever you go to like a track meet around here, you can always just see them running around. You're like, Oh yeah, gun running, gun running, gun running. So it's, it's, um, it's cool. And you know, we, we always pick each other's brain cause my dad coached me in high school and, um, my dad and he's, he's picked Vidge's brain for so long. And, uh, you know, I, I've been with Vidge for so long and then I got great exposure from coach gag and now I'm seeing Coach Fox's training. So, like, I feel like I've got this, like, all this running stuff in my head. And, and um, so my dad, we always bounce ideas off each other. And it's, um, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, my, my sister still runs. She's, um, she's a nurse anesthesiologist in South Jersey. Um, thank you, Kristen. And uh, she's, uh, she, was running, she was running fairly competitively. She ran, she ran 205 for the Open 800 okay. a couple years ago. Wow. And I think she ran 424, 426 for the 1500. And uh, she was a 400-hurdler in college. She went to St. Joe's in Philadelphia. Um, and then her senior year, uh, they put her on the 4 by 8 and she split like 210 or something. And they're like, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> it's like, well, I just like the 400 hurdles better. <laughs> but then, And then she, she moved up to the marathon for a little bit or the half marathon. She was, she what did she run the dry. marathon in? Actually, I might have misspoke there. I don't know if she's run the marathon. I think she ran the half marathon. The half marathon, uh, okay. 
I don't know. I honestly don't even remember her time. I think she did like the Goofy run down in um in Disney. Okay. She's a she's she's a Disney princess. Um, but she she just wanted like to convince her husband to take her to to Disney. So, um, I don't I don't remember what her her half was, but her I think her five k was um seventeen oh, eleven okay. because she she wanted to run under seventeen. Um, and now now so now this year anyway uh anyway so now this year. Uh, she wants to get under. She wants to try to run 16 minutes for the for the 5K. Okay. So, uh, so um, are you, you know, coaching her? I'm coaching her. Yeah, yeah. So between uh, between my dad and me, we we coach her. But I think she I think she texts me for workouts a little bit more than my dad. But um, <laughs> it's uh, you know, see her seeing Josette run 14:51. She's like, oh man, can I run 16 minutes? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like holy cow. So it's it's um, I think that's her big goal right now. And plus, like it's just tough for her to get on a track most days, um, getting out of work and whatnot. So I think she's excited for the 5k and, um, you know, put on a, put on a pair of, uh, super shoes, Adios Pro 2 or, or Takumi San or, you know, whatever. And, you know, you feel like a new person. Uh, we'll pause to say thank you to all the nurses and, and doctors and hospital staff. I saw you gave your sister a shout out there. So if you're listening and you're a nurse or a doctor or anybody that works at a hospital, thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> um, do you want to take your coaching? Like, do you want to like take that to another level? I know you're saying you're working with your sister, but like you, you've clearly like been yeah. <laughs> thinking about this. Uh, yeah. So it's, um, man, it, it's, it's, man, we're talking earlier about how your, how your mind, mind changes and throughout the years and whatnot. So when I went to school, uh, college, um, I, I studied, um, to be a, a adapted physical education teacher. Cause I wanted all I, all I wanted to do was be a high school coach. Like that was like, you know, president of the United States high school coach. So <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. And then after I had the opportunity to keep running, mm. I was like, Oh man, like I'm a volunteer assistant at Princeton. Like maybe I could be a college coach. And, and now couple years later goes by I'm like huh Joe Boss coaches Emma you know Kurt Huddle he's he's involved with Molly um you know could I could I coach pros too so I don't know if if um I don't I definitely want to coach or be involved in the sport in in some way uh now whether that's um I don't know if I would like to be an agent I don't in general I I don't know. I'm not a very good negotiator. I'm, I'm, I'm not good at that. So, um, I'd, I'd love to be a coach and, um, help out some, some people, you know, achieve the goals that, that they, that they set out for themselves. It's, um, it seems like the next, next natural thing. And I I know Josette wants to be a coach. So I feel like maybe we take, uh, the Powell, the Marisa and and Andy Powell route and, you know, start a, Start a start. A, you know, Josette can be the director all she wants. You know, and I'll just I'll just coach I'll just coach whoever you tell me to. But um, yeah, definitely I would I would love to. It, it's um it's something I, I I really enjoy. And um, yeah, who knows? You know, it's uh I'd like to I'd like to be competitive runner for right a couple more you know couple more years. That's it's like now that now that you know you're talking about your Achilles. It's like my Achilles was killing me for like four or five years, and like I I had surgery on it two years ago and. Like now I'm like, oh man, my Achilles is finally good. Like now let's, let's get going. Get let's after do this. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go do so, it. So who knows? It's, but, um, 
yeah, at some point I'd, I'd love to, to be uh, still in the sport and to some capacity. Well, you mentioned like you at the beginning, like with Josette, like giving her advice and her taking that advice and it working and seeing her, you know, like really tear it up over this past year. You take your own advice. <laughs> I need to start doing that. Yeah. Um, what is the advice? Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's like, it's so simple, you know, it's like, you know, don't overthink it. Like yeah. we were just saying, yeah. that's the number one. So yeah, I need to take my advice with that. And, um, uh, the other biggest thing that I tell her that she does really, really, really well is, um, kind of shrinking the race down to, uh, you know, whether it's three or four people in the race. And now that's not, it's not like we're only picking and choosing who we count in the race. It's more like, okay, if you, if you end up in fourth place at the, after 200, it's a like, great, no, no one passes you. Like just the race is now only four people big, mm. like just keep mm-hmm. it like that. Mm-hmm. And instead of, um, you know, worrying about it's like, Oh, who, who's behind? Like, what's, what's everyone doing? Like, man, there's, there's 14 Olympians in this race. Like blah, 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 there's this medalist, blah, blah, blah. It's like, Hey, if you're, if you're up there, great. That's it. That's all that matters. Don't, that's all you got to think about. And if you're, and if you're further back, then just take it little chunks at a time. And it's like, you go around one person, you go around, you know, and so it's, it's, um, she does, she does that so well. Her, her race on Saturday was like, it's, I was saying this after the, afterwards, I'm like, that's how I envision I ran every race I ever ran. It's like you go around one person every 400 and then you sit on the leader's shoulder and you try to kick them down. It's like, not a ton of times do you lose races by doing that. It's just uh, Ellie's just, you know, she's your American record holder. Like it's, it's, there's not, not a ton of people that can beat her right now, but it's, it's like, if you keep doing that tactic and you keep running with that confidence, you're going to be just fine. So I'd say those are the two biggest pieces of advice is, um, don't overthink it and, uh, just really shrink, shrink the race down to, to make it, make it more manageable for you. Shrink the race down. I like that. Listen, I messaged Josette after the race and I told her that we were, Oh no! <laughs> I was like, Hey, I'm interviewing Robbie. Do you have a fun question to ask him? Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't, I haven't, I've lost sleep over what she was going to ask. Well, I was, I met, we were going to do a follow up question. So this is not a serious question, but she just wants to know how many Pokemon you've caught this week. Oh man, I just I just got the new uh, uh, Pokemon Legends of Arceus, um, which is uh, I, I guess to answer the first question you asked me, that's how I spend my time these days. Um, you know, I, and I'm not going to tell her because she's been asking me all week, and I'm not telling her. But it's it's enough to keep me occupied while she's watching uh, my my thousand pound sisters and JD vlogs on YouTube. So, what's the YouTube? You what's the YouTube? It's she watches JD vlogs. It's uh, it's this couple in Phoenix, Arizona, who they just pull pranks on each other, and um, they were actually they were in Flagstaff uh, on her birthday this year when we were there, and I, I sent them a message to see if they could like surprise her, um, and you know they didn't answer. They uh, have like eight million followers or something. Yeah, you know, but they're, if they're, they like, only knew, like, yeah, if they only knew it was Josette Norris, like yeah, but um. Yeah, so she they they have this adorable little golden doodle named Topper, and like they just um, yeah, she 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 likes watching them, and that's 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 her version of of me playing Pokemon. That's really <laughs> funny. It's like I don't do the YouTube thing. Like I don't ever watch anybody's YouTube, but like 
it's clearly lots of people are doing it because this is a this is a massive industry. Um, so YouTube, YouTube, the the amount of rabbit holes you can go down oh. on YouTube, it's like actually, you know, I'll, a, a quick aside. Um, yeah, go. The fact that like there infinities, there's like different some, some infinities are bigger than others. That like blows my mind. But um, the the amount of videos on on YouTube is the biggest infinity of them all. <laughs> Which is why I don't do it, and also why I don't do TikTok because I'm like, I j- can just see the trap you get into, and you just go, and you just keep going, and you just dig, and then you realize it's been an hour, and I mean, I waste enough time on Instagram <laughs> that I can't do one more thing. It's amazing. It's I th- I think um they posted last year that um. There was more, more screen time on TikTok than Instagram or YouTube. Do you guys like, do TikTok? No, Jos- Josette started one with with her with her teammate Tori Gerlach, um, but uh, I think that dissolved pretty quickly. And um, th- so it's funny you mentioned the the, the one hour thing on TikTok. Uh, so the first the first night we downloaded it, all of a sudden three hours passed, and yeah. it was two in the morning. And I'm like, okay, we're done with this. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not doing this, but, um, now she's, she's, uh, she wants to get more into the reels. Um, yeah, and, uh, I, stupid it's just, reels. It's, it's, it's just tough when it's like, if I'm, especially with like running, running, yeah. at least, if I'm, if I'm with her, I'm either running with her, mm-hmm. uh, pacing her or doing my workout or I'm timing her. So it's like, we need we need another person and totally we, we we can't hire anybody but if anybody wants to come and film Josette do running then you're more than welcome to come to Charlottesville um <laughs> I could guarantee there's probably some high school like high school girls that would be like fangirling it up and be like heck yeah I'll video it oh my god that's that would be uh that would be Joe's at Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, no, I totally feel like I, mean, I can't even count the amount of times that, you know, because I like have an Instagram account and do all those things too. And I'm like, I get back from a run and I come to my husband and I'm like, can you just take my picture really quick? And he's like, oh, <laughs> like he hates it, but he knows like you got to put content out. You got to stay, you know, you got to like, content. yeah. And, and yeah. Of, oftentimes like I usually have something I want to say or share and you right, have to yeah. have a picture to accompany it, you know? That's Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's what you well, should do. Have her go to the local high school and be like, I'm hiring an intern <laughs> <laughs> to videotape my reels. Oh, man. We, we can uh, we can pay you in... Um, coaching advice. Coaching advice. There you go. That's, a, that's oh an even God. trade. That's a very even trade. That's good. If you don't PR, you get your money back. Yeah. That's right. And you, you can go on an easy run with Josette once a month. There, There's the payment. I love it. Okay, well, what is something professionally or personally that you would like to do that you haven't done yet? In general, I'd say I'm I'm like really, really happy with, with, um, with my professional career. Um, you know, I made, a, I made a world championship final. Uh, I made an Olympic Games. I won a U.S. title. Um NCAA champion. I, I know that goes way back, and, but and, and NCAA, NCAA champion indoors and out. Um, I feel like in general, I'm, I'm really happy with, with what, with what my career is and has been up until this point. And, you know, of course, you know, what runner doesn't want a little bit of hardware to go along with that, you know, like to watch, to watch Josh Kerr get, get third place in the Olympics. Um, 
this past summer where uh, in the 1500 where it's like he was an NCA guy, you know, it's like he's he was you can see yourself in, in him. You know, he ran in the NCA and he he had found success early and then he continued to grow up the next couple of years and ends up with this awesome 329 1500 meter PR and a bronze medal. And it's like that's what I wanted to do. And like you see you see Matthew with his freaking trophy filled uh uh hardware closet you know he's got a couple world medals and olympic gold medal it's like since and you know leo got a silver medal at the olympics and you know i'm good friends with clayton murphy clayton's got a bronze medal evan jager's got a silver medal it's like it's i would love really really love to get on on an international podium and um i don't know if, if time's running out for me uh you know it's like when in 2016, Nick Willis got bronze in, in the Rio 1500. I, I forget. I think he was 32 or 33. Um, so it's not not impossible. And but then you start comparing yourself to Nick Willis, which is hard to do. But um, I'd say that's that's kind of my the last kind of bucket list item for me is uh, is to get a, a global medal. And, you know, crazier things have happened. And you know, with the World Championship this summer in, in Eugene and, and you know, a couple world championships in, in Olympics next couple of years. I feel like if I can hit the timing right, you, you never know. And um, it's, but that's kind of, that's kind of the my my last bucket list item on on my professional career. I'd say I'm not I'm not a bit I'm not one to go for records and such. So I'm not I'm not looking for that's never excited me like an American record or or um or something like that. But I've always I've always really valued championship racing. So for me to have have some sort of medal would be like. You know that that'd be that'd be about it for me. I think you should own it. I think that you're you're on the up and coming off that you know little stretch of sickness and injury, and yeah. you're back. You're just getting your head in the right place. I think you should yeah. you should own it confidently. I love it. Oh, thanks, Lindsay. Um, what about personally outside of running? Oh, uh, I know you don't do anything but run. But no. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to catch them all. You know, that's, that's about it for me. Um, I, I guess personally, I just, you know, now it, it's, it still kind of relates to running, but it's like, you know, personally, I just, I just want to set Josette up to be the best runner that, that she can be. And, uh, you know, she, she's like obsessed with babies. Like she, Aww. she loves babies. Like, like, um, Lindsay Sharp and Andy Bouchard just had a baby, Kyle, Kyle Merber and, and his, his, his wife, Patricia just had a baby. Uh, Genevieve Lacaz and or Genevieve Gregson and uh, Ryan Gregson just posted that that they're expecting Molly's expect you know it's she she's like I can't wait to see all these babies and like I I know I know she she's going to be an incredible mother whenever the the time comes so I just want to I just want to have the best the big the best house nest whatever it is possible for for her and 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 her kid and and it's uh that helps that starts with making Josette be the best runner that she can be. So the, for me, that that's, that's kind of um, all I'm looking to do is uh, you know, it's fine. I think uh, Emma Coburn posted a, a, a story a couple of weeks ago of like Joe watching a, a seminar on like collagen loading or something. And she's like, what the heck? How come you're not watching collagen loading seminar? <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I need to get better at this. I got it. We got to We got to get going on the nitty gritty. So um <laughs> It's just, it's funny. It's, it's cool to have uh, people like Emma and, and, and Joe to, you know, literally look up to, you know, and like, you know, cool kudos for Emma for uh, posting that out there. You know, it's like, but yeah, you know, so there's always something you can be working on. And for me, I want to, yeah, be the best coach, be the best partner, be the best uh, support 
person that I can be. And, um, that's probably that, that's, you know, whatever that, that means like as a goal. Uh, yeah. That's what I wanted. That's how, that's what I want to do. Um, Josette, when I talked to her at Sir Walter, I think the first thing she said to me was like, oh my gosh, how are your boys? Like she just, (laughs) you know, like you can tell when, yeah, you can tell when someone's into kids and I think that's really special. If you, if you guys live closer, I'd invite you over for dinner and you could really get, get a good taste of a house full of kids. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's (laughs) Thank you very much for for the offer. I wish we were closer. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I'd like to make dinner for you guys. I I'm uh, I'm kind of in charge of the cooking in the house. Oh, you are. Oh yeah. So it's I I'd uh, I'd love to do that for you guys. But um, yeah. It's like usually I, whenever we come home from from a run or a double or whatever, it's like it's like Josette, get in the shower, get in the Normatex, whatever you got to do. I'm making dinner when you get out. Oh, dream. You'll, you'll be fed. That's amazing. I always, I always say one of the best things I ever did was marry someone who likes to cook. It's a, it it is a true gift. My (laughs) husband cooks most of the time here too. And it is a, it is a gift. So I'm, I'm telling my boys, I'm like, guys, you got to pay attention to what dad's doing over here. Help dad in the kitchen, please. Yeah. Yeah, This is how you learn because one day you will make someone very happy. Well, it's, it's funny because some people view cooking as like a chore, you know, and some people view it as like, oh, it's fun. I like to do this. It's like and an art. Yeah, you know, and like Josette doesn't view it as a chore, but um, she just, you know, I, I really enjoy it. So like for me, it's fun. And I'm like, no, no, get out of here. I'll do this. And then I'll like do some not even fancy stuff. I just like, you know, I like having fun with it. So it's uh, yeah, we make we make a good team and she loves to eat. So whatever, whatever. I don't know if she's ever said, oh, that didn't taste good. So it's uh, it's that, that makes it easy. That's awesome. Um, what's the best, most recent book you've read? So the, the one that I, I continually come back to is, is The Alchemist by Paul Coelho. It's it's like, you know, it's it's a it's not, you know, mind bending or anything of the sort. But um, I feel like I, I learn something new about myself every time I read it. And but aside from that, I, I uh, the the movie Dune just came out with Timmy, Timothy uh, Charlemagne. Uh, and that was a that's a book from the 60s from Frank Herbert. It's like a sci fi. It's like a. They, 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 people argue it, it inspired Star Wars, but it's, um, it's, that was like one of the best books I've ever read, Dune. It's, um, it was, it was really cool. And the movie, the movie did it, did it, uh, did it justice. So I, I was really happy with that. I remember we, we went on like opening night and I got this freaking gallon of popcorn, gallon of soda. <laughs> and I just, I just nerded out while like Josette was asking me like, who's that? What's that? Who's that? <laughs> so it was, so do, do, and that's a, that's a, trilogy i think so that's that's another cool one but um yeah so in case you can't tell i'm a, I'm a big sci-fi big uh i like i like distracting myself with stuff so it's it's um you know what harry potter whatever you know it's it's uh i'm a big uh a big fantasy guy i i'm gonna read harry i've never read harry potter which i know is kind of weird um I, tried, oh my goodness. I know i tried to watch the movie one time i think i was like tisk, tisk. i know <laughs> And I, I'm not into that stuff really, but anyway, I'm into reading chapter books with my kids at night now. Like we just, we're just, mm-hmm. we're one chapter away from finishing this Hardy Boys book, which is funny because Hardy Boys is oh, like, Hardy Boys. <laughs> what yes. is that, the 70s? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're so old. Um, but they love it. And it's really nice actually because um, my youngest, he's three, obviously it's too advanced for him, but he just kind of falls asleep as I'm reading it. And then the big boys really, they like, they're into it. Like they're into it, this mystery. So anyway, I think I'm going to try Harry Potter next because that is a book like I would also be interested in. I haven't read it yet. 
Well, and you you can probably stretch that out over like three or four years between oh, all seven books. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I know it's going to be a feat just to get through one. Like, yeah, your uh, your son's going to be graduating college and you're still going to be like, hey, <laughs> we're on the hey, we fourth got- book, <laughs> third book, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, but, my gosh. Um, did you by any chance see um, Eric Swinsky over the summer had a custom pair of uh, of spikes with, uh, with Harry Potter? No, theme? I didn't see that. Oh, uh, they were so cool. Uh, they had like the they had a bunch of stuff in it, and um, they ended up getting ripped in this in the first race he ran in them, of Aww. course. But but um, yeah, they were they were so cool. And um, Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter is, I mean, it's Harry Potter. Just just okay. commit to it. And, All right, and, I'll commit. It, you you won't regret it. And um, and then you can watch the you can reward yourself with the movie every time you finish a book. All right, that's yeah. what I'm that's what I'm gonna do next. That's the next one. Um. Yeah. All right. What's your last message to leave with the audience today? I, I would say this is what I've been telling myself lately. It's just, you know, believe in yourself and, uh, you know, enjoy what you're doing and you'll, and Aj, oh, well, this isn't my message, but Ajay had an awesome post. Ajay Wilson had an awesome post yesterday about, you know, you, you pick how you, you define, you pick how you define success and lean into it. And I, I just, I, that resonated really, really hard with me. And, you know, we're, we're talking about a, a, a global medalist, you know, someone, someone who like, the epitome of, of success and um so to for for her to say something like that is uh it's just it's really cool and, and i think it, it can help a lot of people so you know you define success and just lean into it with with all you have but believe in yourself that's that's my biggest thing is uh believing in yourself and enjoying what you do so that's that's what i'll leave you with, you all with um yeah and i i think that's a really important point she brought up that you brought up because the world, especially like social media, podcasts, like everything you're inputting into your brain every single day is really noisy. And you can like get stuck on comparing what you're doing, like success wise to what someone else has done. And it just get mm-hmm. it can get really, it can really overtake your brain. So I love that she says like you define yeah. what your success is, not not the world. The world doesn't define define your success. It's you. It's what you define it as. So that's that's a really good message. So a, a cool a cool story with that is um exactly twelve months ago, Josette uh, said to Coach Fox that her her goal was to make the Olympic trials final in the five k and get top eight. And you know, fast forward six months later, she made the Olympic trials final and got eighth place in the Olympic trials final. And all of a sudden that was a huge failure. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's, it's, and if you look, if you take it into context, it's like, wow, you did exactly what you wanted to do. And it's like, yeah, of course you're disappointed, you know, whatever. But like at the same time, like, think about that. You know, we thought that was a stretch of a goal and now you're like devastated Mm -hmm. that, that you did, that that you achieved it. Not even that you missed it, that you achieved your goal. So it's, it's, um, it's just really important to like keep that in mind. It's like you, you, you control that and, and you can really see how far you go when, when you think like that. So it's, it's really cool, um, for, for Ajay to, to speak up about that. Um, she's a, she's another Jersey girl. So it's, uh, it's, I remember watching her in, in high school. It, it was, it, yeah, she's, she's been amazing for a long time, but, um, anyhow, yeah, it's, it's, uh, man, Lindsay, this, this was so nice. Thank thank you so much for, uh, for the chat. And, um, I hope, uh, I hope you guys got something out of it, but, uh, 
no, this was this was thanks for letting me uh, you know share some of my stories share share some of the last couple of years it's uh, I, I remember Josette absolutely loved uh, coming on here so oh so fun um, I thank thank you for the for the invitation um it's uh yeah this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, you two are both super fun. I know you're probably not going to come back to Raleigh for the Sir Walter Mile because it's like, is it around the World Championships stuff? Uh, pro- I, th- I feel like generally it's it's like that first week of August. Yeah. So actually it's not. Uh, I think the Worlds are in July this year. So, okay. hey. You, well, if you guys you come know, back, but- if you guys come back, we'll have to actually connect when you know sir walter this year i like had literally just moved to raleigh like four days or something ridiculous oh before <laughs> and i just like showed up and i was like I, I didn't even really know about the race or anything but um oh. if you guys come back this year we'll have to connect in person for sure oh definitely yeah it's um and yeah it's it's really not too far we, we go visit my grandparents uh whenever we can so we always we always try to make a stop in, in yeah raleigh it's an excuse to yeah it's excuse yeah. to do that too exactly I know we'll connect with some. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Robbie. Have a great rest of your day. Tell Josette we said hello. I will. Yeah, she she had a workout this morning. She's getting worked on right now. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, Lindsay. Um, Yeah, talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, Robbie. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here today. Thanks, Robbie, for coming on the show. Check Robbie out on Instagram. He is RA underscore Andrews over there. And you can find me personally on Instagram. I am lindsayhine626. Give me a follow because I've been doing some really fun Instagram lives over there. We actually have one coming up this Monday with Lindsay Flanagan, who just placed fifth at the New York City Half Marathon. And she is on her way to race the Paris Marathon. So it was super fun to catch up with Lindsay on Instagram live. We're going to be throwing that up on the podcast feed this coming Monday as well. We're kind of doing some bonus episodes just for fun. Uh, You can also find me on Twitter at Lindsay Hine and Facebook. I'll have another podcast with Lindsay Hine. We have a group there as well with lots of great conversations and we'd love to have you join us there. Friends, thanks for being here. Good luck if you're doing a race this weekend. Have a nice Friday, a wonderful rest of your weekend. And as always, we'll see you next Friday.